0: This week on Bookpile Banter, Amberly and Kim overused the word commentary while Sarah pretends she never read the book.
1: banter. This is Amberly with Sarah and Kim, and today we are going to discuss The Golem and the Genie. So this book is by Helene Wecker, and it was published in 2013 by HarperCollins, and it won the 2014 Mythopic Fantasy Award for Adult Literature. The plot for the golem and the genie is Hava is a golem who lost her Jewish master on the boat ride from Europe to New York. She is forced to cope with surviving with the assistance of a rabbi and friends she makes along the way. However, she must fight against the ultimate nature of a golem when she has no one to tell her what to do. Meanwhile, Ahmed is one of the jinn. He is set free of a copper bottle by a tinsmith after being trapped for over 400 years. All he desires is his freedom, but he can't even remember how he became trapped by a wizard in the first place. Both of the wor- of their worlds collide when they meet unexpectedly on the streets of New York City. So, we'll start with Sarah. How'd you feel about this book? I mean, it
2: was fine. But, I mean, that's, that's it. Like, I read it. I didn't hate it while I was reading it. I did start to get a little tired of it towards the end. And then it was over, and... And I just, it, it, yeah, it, was, it like, was that neutral on the Likert yeah, scale, yeah, exactly. <laughs> a, like a zero, like it's not terrible, dead center. But also, like the way it ended, I was like, okay, that's fine. I wouldn't need a sequel to this.
1: Oh, but um, there is one. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I know. that's why it's like, do we have to get back into
2: this? But we'll, yeah,
1: yeah. So, what about you, Kim? I quite liked it. Okay, I would say it's
0: not an. Ex- I would say that it's a melancholy read. That's 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 the word that came to my mind after I was done. The whole story is kind of melancholy.
1: So, I liked it too, and I I think the big thing is I think this is the most adult literature that we've read, and not adult and adult and like sexy times adult, but like mature literature. Um, Definitely. I don't, I don't think anything else is quite compared. I, I could be wrong. There might be something that came close in the past, but... That we've done this
2: on? No, I don't think Yeah. So. This
1: is the only... So I, I think that's the... Fiction. That's the big thing, is this is a very different type of fiction than what we have been reading for the podcast. And
0: I would say this is the closest we've come to actual literature, rather than just, you know, when you distinguish between literature and just a book or or whatever, but I would say this is the closest to actual literature we've come to. Yeah. Which that aspect of it, I quite liked. It was a deep, convoluted story.
1: Yes. Um, So yeah, I think the only one that's come close is Dante and Aristotle, but that's children's literature. Literature. Very simplified. Very simplified. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, coming back from an interruption. so yeah i think this is the most literary thing that we've read and so i think it's a different type of literature i think it's also one of the longest books we've read so far i don't
2: know because it's only 486 pages i think she that's says only probably, 486, 486 like it's but, nothing i mean i feel like we've read a lot of books in the 400 page range i'm not sure that we have i mean like raven boys okay wasn't oh, that like,
1: no that's only under 300 you, you have your oh, that's about 300 no not on all of the books that we've done yeah, we anyways but it is one of the longer books it may not be the longest book it's one of the longer books that we have read hmm. we're competing with that next week by the way
0: oh, yeah. oh great
1: <laughs> um we don't even have pages to no, but about. it took
0: me this one was like Guys, guys, we are recording. Hours it was. (laughs) We are recording. Anyway, it took a long time to listen to this. We're going to
1: discuss the golem and the genie. Yes, we are. So, okay, with that, is there any character that stood out to you, Kim?
0: Oh, God! Oh, sorry. That was very excited. Um, I love both the golem and the genie. I love them
1: both. They're they're um, were they what you were were they what you expected in terms of the characters. I think we've seen genies a lot
0: in literature, not literature in pop culture lately. Mm-hmm. So they didn't, he didn't fall under that. Um, what what we've been seeing a lot recently, he was he was very different, but I think he's very much more along the lines of what actual genies are. Um, and then I like the fact that he, the genie was the male and the golem was the female. I, so.
2: See, I like the opposite. Or I, I dislike You that. wanted it to be the opposite? Yeah. That's what I
1: was expecting. I was expecting the golem to be male and the genie mm-hmm. to be female. female. So yeah. I was completely surprised when the golem was female.
0: I just think it would have been so easy to fall into the stereotypes of the female genie. Um, I mean, you can go is, back to, you can go back to, what, it, what, what is it with? Uh,
2: Bewitched. Not Bewitched. No. no,
0: she wasn't a genie. Um, she was in a bottle. No, no. no. Which was,
2: it? oh, well, it's. Not it's, Bewitched.
1: I-, I Dream of Genie. I Dream of Genie, yes. Uh,
2: so I, yeah, I've never have seen these things or anything like that. <laughs> Your lack um, of pop culture is mystifying like the only to me. Genie I know of is obviously the genie from Aladdin, the male one, and then, um, some genie fanfic. <laughs> um, so, for me, it's like I'm just used to genies. Okay. Female. So, oh. in
0: typical pop culture, genies are always female. When you go back to I Western
1: Western pop culture. Yes,
0: Western pop culture. I apologize. It's been a, yeah.
1: And what it comes down to is it's that weird stereotyping back in the day when they were exploring genies. And I'm going to say these are genies with a G, not genies with a J. Um, So. There is a difference. I don't to, know. To clarify that our book is... Is it with a J? J, but the ones that we're talking about in terms of pop culture are... G-E-N-I. G-E-N-I-E, which would be like Genie from Aladdin. But, um, in the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, I can't remember, there's been a couple of shows, The the popular thing to do was to have the genie be female because then she was subservient and to her male master and sexualized. I'm sure. Yes. yes. And that's what I was
0: just going to say. That's, Overly sexualized. That's the yes. Thing
2: here is what bothered me is the golem. It's like they make this creature that is naturally subservient, the female character. So I just was like, well, they were both subservient, but I think the whole, right. But the like, whole
0: point but, was because she was created in a certain way for all that she had every desire to do what she was supposed to do. And that was be subservient. She was not subservient. She, they, they, they got pretty deep and hard into the fact that that golems are violent, aggressive creatures that once you set them on a certain path, it's really hard to stop that path. And, and, and her her entire arc throughout this book was learning to be within that path without ever actually stepping over the line and she came really close to stepping over that line and she and the genie managed to stop her so um
2: i i I don't know because it's like she and then she's subservient she needs fulfillment and she finds fulfillment through
1: cleaning sewing cooking yeah and it's like but this is 1800s I mean, that's the big thing to remember is this is right. set in the 1800s. So they, the author well, does have limitations. Well,
0: and they talked constantly about, oh, God, she would be so happy if she could be working, you know, at a construction site, hoisting things around because she has such strength. And she could be happy making masonry. I, I can't remember the other references that were made, but they talked about how she would be so much happier. In those situations,
1: or that
2: she'd just be useful for them. Not that she'd be
1: happier, no, but yeah, it's there's like, that too. And I think I think something that's kind of key on it that I liked about it is because I do agree with you. They did put her in a subservient role as a golem. However, I've seen golems as male usually. I don't think I've ever seen a female golem. Um, but the one thing that I will say, or else the only time I've seen a female golem is when they're created to like be the partner of a male golem. Just a moment. <laughs> but the one thing I will say that I liked it is her being female. Is throughout the entire time, she actually had a hard time adapting to those roles. And she had to withhold part of her power and her abilities in order to mesh into to society. So I don't think that was a. An, I think that choice was made not as a narration that women should be subservient, but instead a reflection of the fact of how difficult it was to be a woman during those time frames. And so, therefore, we get that internal commentary of she's like, oh, I, I can't, yeah. I can't lift the flower too easily. I can't be too fast. I can't be too efficient. And the idea that maybe women are more efficient than they're given yeah. credit.
2: I mean, that was the thing. It's like I couldn't tell if it was supposed to be a commentary on this or if it was just like the author's like unconscious bias to make the subservient monster the female and like the more free spirited.
1: No, I
0: think she was definitely so doing a commentary. Well,
1: and I think, which we we haven't discussed it yet, and I think we'll discuss it a little bit more. I don't want to necessarily open up this box. I I think it's also maybe a commentary on being Jewish versus being um, or, or Arabic, Arabic or Syrian. Um, I think that's I think actually those choices were made based off of the perception of those two cultures and how those are perceived. So I think having the goal and be female and the genie be male is also a reflection of their cultures and how those cultures are perceived and treated and also the restrictions that each of those cultures give each gender based off of who they are. Um, because I'd argue the genie experienced difficulties, not to say that Syrian men don't have control in the situation, but if you compare how he moved around versus, I may say this wrong, Miriam, Miriam could easily sit, the the coffee owner, she easily could get herself involved in each situation and get herself trusted and everyone liked her and she moved around and she was in control of little Siri pretty much is the implication I got while as he struggled to actually fit in. So I think it actually was a commentary on his end as to how difficult it can be to be in a male society that has maybe undertones of female. But
2: Miriam, it was acknowledged that she could only be that way because her husband was nearby and it was clear that he approved.
1: Yes, but I think that all of that, I think, is a a commentary on that culture and the golem is a commentary on being Jewish. And then all of it is a commentary on being in New York in the 1800s. But I can understand. I, I like I said I expected yeah, no, the golem I, to be
0: male. I agree, though. I I mean it's 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 difficult because I I did find it. You know, okay, she's in the bakery. She's cooking. She's she's doing all of these typically um, female things, but at the same time she's doing them in a professional world, and she is being viewed as being very successful at what she does. And so yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. It was. It was a little bit of a, but why? Why does she have to be in this role? But again, it's the 1800s, so, you know, I think.
2: Yeah. Almost 1900s. Almost, yeah. 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 You know,
1: it's the, the Roosevelt era. 1899. Yeah,
2: 1899. Is that what it was? I couldn't remember. Yeah, because it was like right on the cusp of the new century.
1: But yeah, it, it's still very restrictive as female. And, and New York during those times wasn't exactly easy for anyone unless you were white. Particularly immigrants. And WASP. Um, which we then have Sophia who comes in to represent that, that culture with her and her family and the restrictions that were there. And I think that's the biggest thing that these books did so well is everything is a commentary on culture and how do you have all these cultures come together and actually function and can they do that?
0: Well, no, because they, well, yes, they can because they did, but they also very much segregated themselves. Yeah. You know, it's just like little Syria. I mean, who even knew Little Syria existed, but clearly it did. Yeah. Um,
1: and so, yeah. I mean, I, I at least assume it did. I'm, it must have. I'm curious. I'm going to pause real quick. Okay, so to confirm, yes, in Manhattan, there is Little Siri,
2: Syria. Syria. Yeah. I'm sorry.
1: I'm, yeah. Um, which, interestingly enough, so it was a neighborhood that existed from 1880s to 1940s. So it's not a neighborhood that exists currently not. exists. Right. Okay, you're but getting fur everywhere. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so Little Syria does no no longer exists, but it was an actual neighborhood from the 1880s to the 1940s. Right. And
0: that's how, and that's how it was typically done. The immigrants came in, they went through Ellis Island, they came off of the island, and their cultures were standing there and would and would sweep them up. It's okay, we'll take you over here. You live here we're going to give you this this room to live in here's this job you michael know.
1: levy levy's levy's position with within uh the jewish neighborhood was yep. to do exactly that which yep. i thought was really interesting yeah um so so you you didn't like the golem being female and you well it's i yeah it, I it like, off put I, you
2: yes because i was trying to figure out why i like the genie more than the golem and i was like oh And then I also, well, then I was like, oh, because the golem is, no, not the golem. The genie is just a more interesting, he was more interesting to me and I couldn't figure out why. And then I was like, oh, because the female one is being all subservient and, well, yeah, I
1: just,
0: but did she, because she didn't end up all subservient in the end. Well, this
2: was something I was thinking back in the earlier beginning.
1: But when you got to the end. Did you like how she ended? Uh, or by I then mean, you were just I, I didn't really care,
2: okay. didn't care.
1: I didn't <laughs> okay but you said you liked the genie yeah so yeah, what did I you know like about him or I just found him to be more entertaining like his storyline and, and such okay um, do you think that's because I mean to be fair we start out learning her storyline and her origins so quickly and we get he gets left a mystery that's unfolding throughout geez, all of it yeah did you not like that? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you like that? I did
2: not like all the backtracking and digressions and like different backstories for other characters. I was like, is this even going to be relevant? And yes, it is very relevant. She ties it up very well. But getting to that point for me was just like, I like linear narratives. I don't like stories that double back and go
1: like, you know. That- oh, that's so funny because I love these kinds. But I love it. I, so, because I was, this Oddly enough, the best reference I can make to this, because I can't think of a book at the moment, is In the Heights, the play. And the idea that you have these two, well, in this one you have two main characters, but in, in the play you have a main character who is your narrator. And he has impacts in each of these different lives and these different stories. He kind of fleets into them so he knows them, but he doesn't define the stories, and I thought it was really interesting that that kind of similar thing was playing out here where the golem and the genie interacted with every single one of those people in some capacity. But their sto- for, mo- for most of them, their story wasn't affected by the golem and the genie in the past. It just moving forward became that they all wove together. So I liked getting the backstories and learning. And I think it also helped build up the cultural, cultural understanding of the situations. Um, I need to pause real quick. So, yeah, I just, I, I actually liked the back stories. I think that was my favorite part of it. Oh. Um, but it did take a while to actually get to the plot of the book, which I think is... <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> that was a cat. Drogo. Okay, now she's going to dig because she's feeling all feisty. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. Um, I will say I did feel that the plot of the book did suffer, that we couldn't really get to, like, the meat of the story until halfway through, because we had to get all through all the little stories, I felt like going, the initial
0: going back, and I couldn't quite, as it was going along, figure out why we kept going back to the girl, um, Fada. In, yeah, in I think Syria. I said that right. Yeah, yeah, it's
2: F A W. I think eighty-eight. Fawa I think. Or,
0: nah, I can't say. It I thought properly.
2: it was
0: F A D W A. Fadwa. Fadwa might be what I heard. I can't remember now. But uh, let me see here. But going back to her all the time, and then once it all came together and I realized that it was a mirroring of what was happening with Sophia. Sophia. Yeah. And that we were going to see Sophia come to such a low point in her life. I, you know, it... it
1: so it is FADWA and it's F-A-D-W-A. Yeah. Um, well, I think it's interesting, you know, you mentioned Sophia and FADWA. I think it's interesting how the way they interacted with the genie affected yeah. how it affected them.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, and I think it, it just speaks to the modernization of the 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 female mind. Yeah. Is is you know, Fadwa was very much into what her father would think and what her mother would think and, and Sophia was very much a, more of a modern.
1: Well, I'd even argue one interacted with him physically, the other one interacted mm-hmm. with him mentally. mentally. Yeah. And the damage she got from mental interactions is Was what killed her essentially, yeah. um, while as the physical actions that were consenting. I still so wanted that
0: little genie baby to be born. <laughs> I wanted that genie baby to be born,
1: <laughs> which is so funny. I just wanted because, chaos to unleash on the I world. I remember you, she so half. Of, she got about a third of the way through the book, and she's like Sophia, and I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, I didn't. Okay, Sophia. Sophia, and she's like. I just, I want her portion of this to be done. I don't, I I don't want him ending up with Sophia. Do not let him end up with Sophia. Ending up with Sophia and Sophia having his baby is a very different thing. I know, but, but you were like, I need Sophia out of this story. And then I, and then he just kept going and I was like, oh, but Sophia's I liked not how I liked
0: how it ended though. Sophia stood up and said, No, we're gonna do things this way. She she stood up and yeah. she stood up to her family. <laughs> I loved it when they were all in the they threw him in the fire and they're all in the bedroom and she like shuts the door and says, Stay out there, I'll be out in a minute. Shut up. <laughs> no, I liked I, I liked the way she ended up. And yeah. I, I do wish they had been a little and then what I I had a moment of fleeting thought of, ooh, maybe he was actually didn't die, but then, you know, moved to a body someplace. And then I well, thought maybe he was going to manifest somewhere. This We don't know because little, we haven't read the sequel. This little genie baby. Um,
1: because, okay, so we haven't really discussed what gen are. Um, and most people know them, the Western style, which is Aladdin. So... And I'm going to caveat this with I I have a basic understanding of jinn because I did take a Middle Eastern literature class 10 years ago. So it's been a while. So (laughs) my details may not be exact. Um, Plus, some of this is refreshed by this book. So, jinn or Mm genie, jinn is multiple plurals, genie is singular, um, are not physical beings. They can manifest as physical bodies, but typically they're air, they're fire, they're... and it's a reflection of the the desert. (laughs) Which is why he doesn't like water in this one, because the desert doesn't have a lot of water. Um, Definitely not bodies of water. So... Yeah, I'm not. Nice. Okay. The picture does not have water. Pie. It has water. water. Okay. So. <laughs> I didn't know if you, like, we'd lost you completely there. We no, t- I know gin just... are, so yeah. I was just kind um, of letting you go. Okay. So it is very possible because there's clearly a point in the book where what was a gin or a genie inside her shifts because she feels the shift up into her mind. So the genie that they may have produced may not have. Manifested the way we would have expected, but it's possible right. it's still out there. We don't know because we don't know, know. how that actually works. But you wanted a little baby, that little, yeah.
0: No, I mm-hmm. just want a little baby Jen running around wrecking havoc on the world. It it just sounds <laughs> awesome to me.
1: Yeah, but fires I'm, blowing up everywhere. I don't think that was the purpose of the story. I don't. Think so, I, don't I don't think producing a little a little baby chaos yeah, an air demon <laughs> was the intent. <laughs> Can a um, fire demon ha- or fire djinn have an air jinn? I mean, he was fire and air. He was fire and air. I don't think they're, like, limited to one element. Um, the implication that I got is Ahmed is actually a higher up level. Because there's, like, like uh, Christian demons, Jinn have levels uh, of... Yeah, I got the impression he was very fire-based. Yeah, you kind of need air to feed fire. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> um, we, we, we <laughs> I don't think any of us Are versed enough to discuss Or exactly. to, to determine oh, yeah. that um, So What did you think about the rest of the little Syria Siri, yeah, Sarah did that interest you at all Did any of those characters mm. I mean
2: I like the ice cream man story up until a point why didn't you
1: like it? To, uh, okay, what what point changed it for you that you didn't like it? The
2: part that after having this life of torment, because of the thing in his brain, the possession, that spark that got left behind, he just like was miserable for so long. And then it finally gets removed from him, and he finally sees the world again, and he's finally experiencing everything again. And then he just fucking throws it away to be a hero, of course. <laughs> um, To save two people he doesn't even really know Or particularly like necessarily And it's just like That was a waste That was a waste of a life I mean you know again
0: Hero
1: But that's not really What I don't, you guys don't know is Sarah just threw up jazz hands <laughs> Yeah <laughs> they didn't they didn't. And they didn't wiggle, but like <laughs> wiggle. it was it was a it was a jazz hand <laughs> moment there to emphasize that hero. That's, um guys, so I,
0: I you know, I would argue that it I mean, it's a book, it's written and the main characters are what is it? The Golem and the Genie. And so anything that any character that's going to come in had she gone the writer gone off on a tangent where she's talking about uh the ice cream man and his his reawakening into the world and suddenly he's happy and everything's wonderful again, and he can become a doctor. You know, I I think we've all would have been yeah. a little irritated with that bec- being such an.
2: Well, well, I mean, it would have been unnecessary to have him in the story at all at that point, but I, if he wasn't going to die. But, but I it, think
0: he actually does. Doesn't he come up in the end in, where it's like, okay, now he's got to decide what he's going to do. I don't. He doesn't die. I know no, he, he gives... dies.
1: Does he... he so okay so. <sighs> Salad. Sale or I don't so, know S-A-L-E-H.
2: SALEH
1: just a second let me confirm oh, on my Oh my god I'm the only one that heard these names and I don't remember them at all so, okay so Muhammad It wasn't S- Muhammad it was Mahmud was Mahmud sorry Mahmoud uh Saleh Saleh so- yeah, that's why right, saying Frackney. Saleh I don't know but it's
2: S A L E H Just a second I'm going to Where's that just a second that's how it's spelled
0: She wants the pronunciation. How to pronounce... Pronounce (laughs) Pronouncenames.com
1: Thanks. Saleh. Saleh. I can't say it that fancy. Saleh. 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 Okay, so Mahmoud Saleh. What was I even going to say with him? Okay, oh, I was going to explain what happened. So, yes, he gets possessed by... I'm quotation demon. I think it's supposed it's to be a, a different empire. type of gin.
2: I think it's a, like some low level ifrit or something. Which it's is a implied. type of gin. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, so then he, because I think it was in his daughter. No, it was just in some girl he was. Treating. Okay. I think he was afraid of, of it jumping to area. his daughter or something. No, he or, didn't believe in them. Okay. They
2: were being treated by like the. Um, there was some rustic community. Okay. They didn't really... I'm just them. trying to remember what yeah. caused him to
1: leave. I know he decided we to were leave doing to an die. Exorcism when he showed up. And and he he was- to, to leave where he's from. Oh. Because he made an active choice. I think his... Oh, no. Oh, his daughter got married. Then she died from yeah, childbirth. Child, yeah. So he decided to leave. And he decided to go to New York because he figured he'd die. Um, he then arrives and becomes... The ice cream man. The ice cream man. Um, because he can't be a doctor anymore because of his possession. Yes. And so then what happens is... I, uh, I was just reading this yesterday. I can't remember what causes the possession to go away. Uh, The dude. The the evil dude. Oh, yeah. The yeah, yeah. evil dude get, gets rid of it. Yeah. Yeah, he rips it Joseph out. Joseph so uh, Shawl rips it out of him. So then he is coherent again. And he makes the active choice to... Because they needed someone to bind Joseph Shawl to... The flask. The yeah. flask. And so he made the active choice to buy, to sacrifice his life to bind him into the, the flask. Um, which I liked that sacrifice, but I liked it because for two things. One, I thought it was a commentary on the fact that we have people from other countries come and they have degrees in being, stop her. They have degrees in being doctors and higher education and stuff, but when they arrive to the United States, mm-hmm. they might as well have not completed high school in our eyes, even though that's not accurate and it doesn't mean they're less educated. But we don't treat their education like it has any value here. Um, so I think there was commentary on how his education was treated. Well, also, yes, so
2: he physically could
1: not. Do he couldn't, son, so. except right. for the fact that he was still possessed when the Matthew's mother was sick and someone described the the things to him, and he said, that's lupus. So he was still smart. He still had the intelligence. He just wasn't willing to practice because... Well, he because- couldn't look
0: anybody in the face. face. Yeah. yeah. So he, he, could, you he couldn't, couldn't
1: control his tools. I'm, he couldn't do I was surgery. Just, I was just saying, I think that was a commentary on that. I agree. And I also think... I can't even remember what my second point was now. What was the second point? Dear fracking lords, my brain. Um... I think it was also about choice and binding and that whoever, in order to, uh, to counter the wizard, which I'm going to call him Joseph Shaw because the other names are really hard for me to say because we know how that is. Um, Yeah, it was like Yehuda. uh, uh, Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, there's the the, the Jewish name and then there's the Wahab ibn Malik like oh, yeah uh, I'm, I'm sure i am butchering that i apologize immensely it, all i know is
0: every a new name would come up and i'm like i don't know who this is oh it's that one
1: bad dude
0: so yeah once but, i got to bad dude i was good to go
1: but i think i think sahal, sahal, sahal uh, Sol um was supposed to be a counter to joseph Shaw. And so I think the only way that they could end up binding Joseph Shaw is to have someone with a different intention do it. So we have someone who was self-sacrificing because he was possessed. And then we have the reincarnation of an evil guy who needs to be bound. So you take the self-sacrificing person and counter them to the selfish person to negate them. So I think it just, it, it mirrored itself nicely between the two men. Even if we didn't realize through most of the book that they were a mirroring of each other, so I liked I liked it, but I can understand why it would annoy you that I just, we I I
2: don't think there will ever be a time when I'll find heroic sacrifice to be anything other than just like okay,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's was a waste of time. It's not down for heroic sacrifice. I'm not. I'm absolutely not. <laughs> I so like what, heroic what, sacrifice.
2: What,
0: solution to this would you have preferred? I don't know. But I mean, because they,
2: they... They I, made consistently dumb decisions to get to that point. Like, if they had destroyed the documents, but they're always like, oh, no, I don't want to destroy this immensely dangerous document because it reminds <laughs> me of the rabbi who helped me or something like that. And it's like, just fucking burn the documents. I Okay,
0: um, so I, I think... If we look at the Gollum,
2: We still didn't destroy the documents. We're
1: like,
0: right, we'll but, send but, them somewhere. but she didn't destroy the documents because she never understood. She never understood what she was. She never understood what the impact was. Well, if
2: she knew she was in a novel, she would have known. That if she, she knew she was in a novel... But <laughs> I, I
1: think, I think but it's a commentary on being an immigrant. I, it and, is. and And not knowing your heritage. They, it even comes up, if
0: I remember correctly, just... Arbitrarily changing somebody's name.
1: Well, yeah, that that's Joseph Shaw. Yeah, his name is they, something else that I I cannot say because I do not know Hebrew. I'm and not the, even going to pretend. And, the
0: person, and this happened to just about everybody. It's like that's that's why there's a difference between Smith and Smythe. They're all of an origin of the same thing, but depending on who was standing at your table. Or
1: cable, Hansen and Henson.
0: Henson and Hansen, yeah, and and you know, standing at the table, yeah, no, you need to sound American. And they would just make up a random name and give it to you. And that happened extensively coming through. That's why researching your heritage isn't as simple as anybody thinks it is. Because you can't just look at the Smiths in wherever it is you came from, whatever your heritage is, because very likely if you're a Smith, you weren't a smith before you
1: hit Ellis Island. <laughs> <laughs> but, so I think that her keeping the documents. Well, okay. So I think it was really, I, I don't understand this. Because, again, I am i i don't know Hebrew. I, I don't know the Jewish culture. But there is clearly something being illustrated with this whole, there is being a rabbi. And then there's the being a rabbi and knowing the, uh, I'm going to call arts. it the, the mystic arts. Yeah. And so the rabbi who was helping her knew the mystic arts and it was a, from the implication is he was one of the last few rabbi in the United States that actually knew what the mystic arts were and can identify it and was trained in it because he did generate a golem himself in order to learn them. Um, So he didn't want to get rid of the documents because he could recognize this. There's
0: a line where you have the rabbi that can do the mystic arts and they're handed, okay, do this. And that's where... Meyer, Rabbi Meyer. I just Rabbi Meyer it. Yeah. says, okay, I'm going to do this. And he creates his little golem. And then he sends the golem off into the corner to kill it the spider. spider and, and it just decimates in, in gleeful joy. It, it isn't that it kills the spider. But yeah. It couldn't stop once it, it started. And, and, and it experienced absolute gleeful joy. And then there is Saul, whatever. Uh, Joseph Shaw. Bad dude. Bad dude was given that same training and he went, ooh, what can I do with that? And I think that's part of of the training in the Mister well,
1: I don't know if that's quite yes, but I don't know if it's qu- quite that easy because we do have to kind of keep in mind that Joseph Shaw was a reincarnation. And
0: um, I'm not talking about his training. I'm talking about his incarnation training way back when. And,
1: oh, you're you're so, talking not not when he was Jewish and given the training, but when he was Arabic and had the training.
0: Uh, he said in the end that he actually experimented with. All religions. He even experimented yeah. in Catholicism. Yeah, and yeah,
1: mythology. He, yeah. He, when he discovered the, his past lives, he discovered he was Way a back trend.
0: when, when he was originally who he was, he was given...
1: Boudini? Budin, Whatever. Yeah. I have no idea. The type of people, because he... the, the, oh, the Bedouin? Bedouin? Bedouin. thank you. Bedouin. He was Bedouin? Yes, he was Bedouin. Really? What? Yeah, because the yes,
2: cause, because he just lived by himself in a cave, and the Bedouin like came to him for help. Oh, but I, don't I think
1: I okay. So ever, I mean, again, like, did he belong to a tribe? I don't think he no. belonged to the tribe. I think he was a hermit of a Bedouin mm. tribe, uh, because they they did he had authority for them. Yeah, he's fine. That's a water. Water I right there. didn't There's that water out there. water. <laughs> right. okay. um, it's just off right now, so he's That's indignant. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was like, is he? Yeah. I, I think it's at the bed when people occupied that area at that time, were nomads in that area, and so he was one of them, but he wasn't nomadic. My point was,
0: he saw the power and wanted to obtain it. Yeah. Whereas... Rabbi Meyer. Rabbi Meyer, I have no idea who is anybody's name is in this book. <laughs> They're just vague images in my brain. Um, He saw the power and said, "Mm mm-mm. Then he's handed the power. He is given. And he discovers how he can bind her. Now, granted, he acknowledged she was fully dead and wasn't going to be able to bind her. Not fully dead. He was heading towards fully dead. He knew he was
1: sick. That's what you're looking for there. (laughs) He's not fully dead. He's got one hand wiggling out of the grave. Like, how do you do? He's a
0: dead man walking. Let's acknowledge it. He was Um, sick. But the point would be, he... He had a golem. Yeah. He knew how to mind her. He could have bound her to anybody in his life that he thought... He ran out of time. Yeah. Um, But he never wanted the power. Never. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's a testament on, you know, two people looking at the same thing and what do they do with it.
1: Yeah. But to go back to the whole keeping the papers thing, I think... For him, it was because he recognized it was mystical art, mystic arts, and he still had them. Then it gets passed to his nephew, his nephew, and his nephew just didn't. His nephew had already turned his. Yeah, he got. Yes, he got sick. Yes. I was asking who got the papers next. And Sarah said his nephew. His nephew didn't recognize it because his nephew had already started to turn away from the traditional Orthodox Jewish culture. Um, so he just had documents, but he didn't know what it was. He just knew it was important because his his uncle was a rabbi. So he kept a hold of them. Then Sharl found them and stole them. Then Levi took them back, I think. Yes. Yes. I know. I'm trying to figure out how they get to the golem. I can't remember how they get to the golem. She goes did she find did them in he, Levi's office? I remember her giving them to Anna. Yes, but, but she, I, don't I she think she got them from, or no, sorry, Levi found out what she was and then he gave her the papers. Did he? Yes, yeah, so she could make her own choice because they had a confrontation in his office. I was going to say, she, she either found them or, he, yeah, they were yeah. in his office. Yeah, so she. I don't remember him confronting her. I don't. I didn't, uh, she came I didn't to the view, office because he didn't come home. Not confrontation, a, but yeah. she came to him because he w- didn't come home and he had discovered what she was and he hadn't figured out how to handle it yet. They have a confrontation in the fact that they have an argument about like, the fact that she lied to him. She then leaves. It wasn't a serious argument, but it was I still was an saying, argument. I would call it a conversation, but go ahead. Um. <laughs> And then she has the documents and she gives them to Anna because she doesn't know what to do with them. Which I think in that case, by that point, you're looking at someone who's obtained documents that were originally from someone who knew their culture, was then handed to someone who had chosen to get away from the culture, that was then handed to someone who didn't know anything about the culture. So she was keeping a hold of it because she didn't she didn't know what she had in totality in terms of all of the mystic documents that had been collected from all of the rabbis in the area in order to help her. So and then I she would, gave them to Anna. I would also say that she had in her locket her
0: paper her paper.
1: Yeah.
2: She didn't know what existed in those papers. Yeah. She could read he- Hebrew. I thought she knew at some point that they contained the information on how to bind to a new master. She did. Yes.
1: She she did look at the documents and she recognized them for what they were. She recognized they were spells. She wasn't sure if she could use them for herself or not. But I think, She didn't know if she wanted to. Then things escalated. So she just gave them to I Anna say, to I hide. think
0: at this point we were deep in the throes of knowing that things were going fast. Yeah. South it's just fast. Like if
2: you don't want the documents to be found by someone else.
0: Then. Like, yes yes the answer is burnham
1: yeah. yes but <laughs> so I, I think it was just like oh my god again i think that comes down to commentary on on oh, culture and like, and write a reasonable plot <laughs> <laughs> so not, sarah's not character driven at all sarah wants plot driven stories um, but the plot needs to be clear, concise, and like not weavy way. And, and, and she linear. <laughs> linear. I <laughs> prefer linear plot. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, but no, I think I think the big thing is is a lot of this book is commentary on what it means to leave your home country, to create your own, a new to, culture, to establish your culture amongst a new cultures, location, amongst what it means, other cultures. Well, and I was gonna say what it means to then have different cultures learn to adapt to each other in a situation where they have the potential to adapt, but maybe are not cultures that have been in agreement in the past.
0: So something I really liked in this is the fact that in the late 1800s, early 1900s, as people are coming into the United States, not everybody spoke the same language (laughs) and there was very little crossover. Mm -hmm. Whereas now when we have immigrants come in, they typically speak English to a varying degree on some level. And so, you know, they're able to at least communicate. And, and yet we still, as a society, look down upon them because, you know, they don't speak English oh
1: God. fluently. Uh, I, I saw, I, I can relate everything back to TikTok. I apologize. I saw a video on TikTok. It was like, tell me what makes you bad for being an immigrant versus what makes you, you know, high quality for being white. And one of them was, I'm an immigrant and I know multiple languages, but English isn't my first language. But when you're white, it's, I'm bilingual. <laughs> Whatever. And yes. so it's positive, positive when you're white to be yeah, bilingual. Yeah. But when English is yeah, your first language. How mm. many Americans are actually
0: bilingual? Well, that's
1: the point. Is, I know, is, I know. Is, but yeah, <laughs> that video, but, was, it but was I'm, all things. And I, and
0: I love the fact that it was find a child. Find a child. A child can speak just about every language because they're so immersed in, and they're in and out of every culture. Yeah. Whereas the, the family, the parents, the adults that came in, they could only speak their language. And I, I liked that in the book. The fact yeah. that that came up very
1: explicitly in the book. Yes. Uh, which I guess that's a good point. Of, what did you guys think of Matthew? I like Matthew. Do you say that louder for the microphone?
0: I liked Matthew. Thank you. He was, he was <laughs> cute. I liked the fact that he knew what the genie was, even without knowing what the genie was. He yeah. knew that there was a source of power there. And I think it's because he... He was allowed to sit in the workroom and see the genie doing things that were absolutely impossible. And and he was smart enough to know, yeah, you can't do that with your hands if you're a normal human being. And yet the the gut-wrenching moment when his mother dies and he goes to the genie and the genie's like... Trust me, not a good choice. And, and wants wanting the genie to bring his mother back to life. And yeah. the genie just blatantly slaps him upside the head and says, well, not blatantly, because that would imply that he actually slapped him upside the head. <laughs> but, but tells him, your mother's going to come back as a shade. Have you seen these things? Have you seen the, the oh, yes. shadows flittering in the dark? And and the kid's like, yeah, I have. That's your mother, man. And, yeah. you know, it's, no, this isn't a good choice. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I thought it was sad, but I love the, the way it ended. I love the fact that they... Took the it genie back. takes him home to his, his grandmother. His grandmother, his Gigi.
1: Um, and she's gonna take care of him for the rest of his I time. don't think they use the words Gigi there. They did
0: not use the word Gigi. That's it's, that's our our word for my family Anna? word for
1: But anyway, yeah, I like it. Did, what what did, did you think of you, <laughs> what did you think of Matthew? That's fine. <laughs> so I thought it was a a little I liked the fact that the genie took him back home but i was a little confused as to why he went back home um he had no place else to live yeah no one else was going
2: to take care of him
1: yes but the idea that he would just return back to family there and opposed to oh no he was brought here for the american dream we're not going to try and keep him in the american dream was he brought there or was he born there i wonder i don't know that's the thing that's why i'm like
2: except for
0: i got the distinct impression and and again i just finished this book how long have we been doing this 20 minutes two, ago two, no, two hours ago two, i finished Yeek. this book two hours ago um converse co- uh co- correspondence had happened the, the grandmother very much wanted him
2: yes and and which i mean makes sense because that'd and, be
0: his only direct exactly left. and and very this is also very much a commentary
1: on family and and whether it's family you live in or family you create i guess it's, that was the most idealistic moment to me, that he would be yes. able to just go back and return to his family. I don't know that that was necessarily realistic for orphans in the 1800s. I wonder if
2: in the second well, maybe book maybe we'll see him back in the, in the back. United States. But since the genie was going back, maybe it was...
1: Yeah. Somebody, somebody would travel with him. him well, I think Sophia <laughs> paid for both of their travel tickets.
0: I love how Sophia took over that family at the end. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was awesome. Her, her parents were just like... Okay, I don't know what's happening here, but I'm going to do whatever this woman says. Cause yeah. Things are crazy. Anyway.
1: But yes, I, I thought. I liked. I... Hi, Daenerys.
0: Yeah. yeah. You have an opinion.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I liked, I liked Matthew. I liked the fact that he just could tell. I love it when children just know. Because we don't give children credit for just knowing. They can't tell you why they know. They can't tell you. They just know and they believe, and that's that.
2: With their young child psychic powers. Yeah. That's what it is.
1: Observation, Sarah. I think in this we could establish it was observation. (laughs) Well, (laughs) Well, overhearing mostly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So
0: who was. I don't remember her name in the bakery.
2: Miriam? No, no. Anna.
0: Anna? Anna did we think of Anna, I could not stand Anna.
1: (laughs) Anna was so naive, but, but, realistic. Would have let her die. I know you would have let her die. (laughs) I would not have befriended her. You you would not have befriended her. No. And you, you, you would have been like, you would have have been nice to her at work, but you would not have become her friend. (laughs) And I just I like, hi Daenerys. Wow, oh so shush. Sing me the song of your people.
2: Oh, well, yes, you're stuck right yeah, now. You yeah.
1: won't shut up. Yeah.
2: Unhook her. Okay, okay. we go. She's free. <sighs> okay. Really tense moment. <laughs> <laughs> Daenerys found it very She's tense. So tiny. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's tiny. <blinding>. Good God. <laughs> So, I, I, I didn't necessarily like Anna, but I don't think we were, (laughs) that we were supposed to like Anna. However, I felt bad for Anna because, yes, exactly, that, that is totally what I was going to say there. Thank you. You just took the words right out of my mouth. Um, I think it was a commentary on the fact that. Again, commentary, as much as Sarah is, is like, I don't want commentary in my books, just give me plot. Um, I think it, it was very reflective of the struggle to be female in 1899 and the freedoms that were slowly heading towards development, but they didn't have yet, and the consequences that came with trying to be that free with oneself and just not knowing how to pick the right man. Because I knew from, like, the moment she's like, Irving proposed. I was like, Irving did not propose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, was she
2: just straight up lying or did she actually misunderstand what was going on with her? Oh, I think she completely misunderstood. I think she
1: misunderstood and or he told her what he, uh, what got him out of the moment. I think that's oh, what it was. Okay, He didn't have to. Yeah, he, so didn't have like, to he
2: changed his mind real fast. So yeah. it's like,
1: I don't know if she was just straight up lying.
2: No, it, but it's no. Like, I, think she, so. I, I think she. I
1: think it's a combination of her. Being naive enough to believe what he was saying and that he just said it because everyone else, else around was like was like, was like eh. really? even when the golem was like, I can't wait to meet Irving to confirm he's a good guy and the two other friends were like, yeah when you you meet Irving.
0: I thought the guy at the at the club, the bouncer. Mm-hmm was going to turn out to be a good guy and then he just took advantage of her when she was pregnant too So apparently, I don't
2: remember that when Oh, she was delivering the documents yeah she was
0: delivering um, the documents she had to flirt with him to get into the building I, uh, and he, uh, her. And he oh. gropes her and kisses her and I'm just like okay I thought you might have been a solution for poor Anna but no uh, oh my god Daenerys Danny oh. come here she's mad that you're not paying attention to come her come here
1: yeah, you turn up No, gonna She's going to sit in your me. chair and
0: complain. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I didn't like Anna. I and I was I really felt su- bad for Anna. I, I I was really surprised when she came into being part of the actual solution. Um, if only if if it was to manipulate the golem and and make her do what she was Oh yeah, they held Anna's life over the Golem's head. That's why oh, she yeah, was yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I
1: was not thought you were talking about I was like do you mean when she like blackmailed the genie but <laughs> but no, you're yeah, you're talking about when, when the they, bad
0: dude whose name I can't remember ever because he's just Joe the bad, Shaw. yeah, whatever he's a bad guy. Joseph Shaw. Yeah. He's a bad guy. Um <laughs> the bad guy when he used her to manipulate the Golem into yeah. submitting to becoming
1: I think part of it, thinking about it, I think part of it is also taking into account that the golem had a really hard time, I want to say hard time adapting, but never once did, up until the fight with Irving, never once did Anna mistreat Hava. She didn't like that her friends had gone away. She felt threatened by her, but when threatened by Hava in the sense of how skilled she was... Anna just kept working, and I—I'm sorry, just a second. My cat is in a glass bowl. In a glass bowl.
2: <laughs> yeah, that mixing bowl thing with the handle.
0: Oh, that she, she was in it, and I was afraid how, she was going to knock it over. onto the thing to get more uh, water, so that's how we fill up the dog's water right now.
1: Okay. Um, I, but I will say what I was trying to say is, oh my cat.
0: We could put her outside. She'd be happy. No.
1: God, she'd be
2: gone for like two weeks.
1: She again. would die. She, she can't, can't get eat out the, out the food. Backyard. She's already proven she cannot Remember, get out of the backyard. We went to London. She disappeared. Yeah. Now if she disappeared, she can't process protein. She oh, would die. Right. She, that yeah, is she, that that thing happened. She would be horrific. Did forget about that. Yes. But she can't get out of the backyard, so. She's fine. She's over there, hovered in the towels, acting like I have hurt her, and that she is a gargoyle, and plotting our demise. Anyways, what I was going to say is that the one thing I will give Anna credit for is when they were working together, she never mistreated Hava. No. And she genuinely wanted to be her friend and encourage her to do normal things. Well, yeah,
0: that was that was very much played out when they went out and, and yeah. she said, oh, you're going to come out because we're going to do this. But it was very much she had told her friends... This is how we're, we treat her. We're taking Hava out because she's never been out. So yeah. we're
1: going to... And it wasn't... She didn't abandon yeah. her until... Yeah, she didn't abandon her. She stuck around and, until the genie appeared. And then Hava got focused on the genie. And then Irving appeared. Um, so Anna was a, a good friend. She just, just... So Bad circumstances. I will say
0: as far as a, a long con in a book, um, the writer wrote Anna very well. Yeah. Because she needed to do the little breadcrumbs that mm-hmm. that Hava was becoming the golem the golem yeah. was becoming attached enough to Anna that she would become concerned about Anna's yeah. well being. Even though Anna wasn't the most um easy She was smart. Walk. Yeah, she was <laughs> not a brain she, in that girl's I feel head.
2: Like Anna was just a stereotypical, like flighty character. Though. Yeah. She yeah. was like the Lydia was it? From Pride and Prejudice. Yes, yes, yeah. Lydia. So that yeah. particular character type. So I, was, I don't know.
0: It's funny because in um, Brooklyn, which I've only seen the movie and not wow. not read the, with um, it's about immigrant Irish immigrants with uh, sure, Sorcha. Sorcha, I haven't watched it.
1: She just made an oh my god face at me and shame. I haven't watched it either. But I that is one
0: of my. F- Favorite movie? I think of I got like time. a third of
1: the way in it and something happened and I stopped and I just hadn't gone back because I wasn't up for doing the whole weird sick on the ship thing again. That's like in three seconds into the movie. <laughs> I got there, someone distracted me, and I went, I really don't want to relive that sequence. And so I just haven't gone back. Oh, it's a, it's a shame. It's a very good movie. Oh, but I'm they sure did, it is. Oh they, no, they, maybe I have seen it, but I don't remember it. They do have the flighty. Girls in it. Oh, and that's right. because She falls in love with an Italian guy, right? Yeah. Yes, yes, I have seen it, but I don't remember it. Oh my God, it's one of the. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's that's
2: kind one of what I kind of want to watch because it has one of my favorite actors in it, but also. Who's uh, your favorite actor? Well, he's not my he's not my favorite actor. Okay,
0: who's one of your favorite <sighs> actors that's in it?
2: Uh, Donald Gleason.
0: What part does he play?
2: Like? I don't know because I haven't seen the movie, okay. but he's like I think he's like a secondary love interest or someone who does not get. <gasps> Picked. Oh, the, I-
0: the Irish. Oh, we're gonna look it up. You know, I gotta say, this would be an interesting book for us to do because is I it think a book? it is. Um, it I don't is want a to book. read
2: the book, though. I just want to watch it because it has the actor in it. Oh, uh, Dom Dominal Gleeson. Donald- it rhymes with Tonal.
1: He says it in multiple interviews. Don Donal? Donal? Donal. What what character is he playing? Jim Farwell Farrell. 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 I don't Yeah, he plays
0: the uh, he plays a, the Irishman that she was paired with, and then she does choose the Italian back in Where the did you come
1: States. across this actor that you've fallen? What is he in? I just Don't judge me. No, 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 I'm legitimately, I'm like, I'm trying to.
0: It's really funny because she chooses the Italian that's not even as tall as she is over the guy that's from Ireland and she could go back home. And I'm just like, why? (laughs) But but I don't think she chooses the Italian. That's why I think it would be fun to do this book.
1: One, because people. What movie did you. Oh, the Last Jedi! Is that why? Last he, Jedi? He was in he's the Last General Jedi. Hux. He's General he is, Hux. Of
2: course, my favorite character. But, <laughs> my
0: God,
2: I might have to watch the Last Jedi. No, he's he in Last Jedi. He's in Force oh, Awakens. He's also in Rise of Skywalker. Really? But don't watch that one; it's terrible. Um, also, Machina. we have a guest. He's in Ex
1: Machina. He was in Harry Potter. With my he's other a,
2: favorite actor. He's oh, that's in a video Ex short Yeah, yeah. He plays he's Caleb. Caleb. Caleb Smith. The hacker guy who goes to visit Nathan Bateman.
1: Oh, he he was Bill Weasley. Yeah,
2: he's also yes. He's Bill Weasley.
1: Bill Weasley.
0: Bill Weasley. (laughs) My brain
2: is exploding. I only know him from Brooklyn. Only. Ex Machina. He's also in about. I only
1: know. I love (laughs) Ex Weasley.
2: We should do a
0: podcast on movies and TV shows. Oh my God!
1: Don't get distracted. Well also <laughs> about time. please tell me you watch Peter Rabbit just because his voice is in it I'm assuming No, he's oh no he's actor. in it okay. yeah, he's Thomas McGregor he's the actor oh my god he's Thomas McGregor he was also
2: in Peter
0: Rabbit too so I saw that I, oh. you know what I like this actor but I really only know him from Brooklyn
1: I, I know and, him and, as Bill Weasley <laughs> and I, and I, and I, and I,
0: oh he was also in The Revenant uh, but Kevin I get through Brooklyn and I can't figure out why she chooses but I think she chooses the United States over Ireland and just, okay. I know now <laughs> it's that way. They realize it, yeah. That's why I think, um, I think oh. that okay, we're pausing for a second. Okay, are we ordering st- cold stone?
2: <laughs> okay, we are back. We you got so you haven't seen Brooklyn yet. <laughs> no, I didn't want to watch a movie where. Uh, well, I guess he wouldn't die for once in. He does. Actually, he, doesn't he doesn't die, die that often in his
0: movies. He doesn't die in this one. She yeah. does choose she somebody does else.
2: Spoiler alert! <laughs>
0: oh, sorry. talking about it has been out ago. forever. If you
1: haven't seen Brooklyn yet, okay. The character but we're that gonna get place. back to the book. Because yeah. we, we, we we got highly yeah. sidetracked. The book. Both in recording and out. Um. Uh. Let's see. Okay. What did you guys feel about Hava marrying Michael? It's a thing that happened. I understand why she did it.
0: I knew it was a disaster from the minute it. She
2: she did yeah, I didn't know what the long term plan was there. I don't think she had a long term yeah, plan. I think she was, she was hiding.
1: Panicking. Well and and i I'll be honest, I felt bad for Michael. He got like the shortest end of this entire stick. Yeah. Because he died. Uh, excuse yes. me, Saleh also died
2: after living a life of like torment.
1: Yes, but he chose. Michael just like it he, like it, but Yeah, I, I was yeah. like, okay, that
2: was not okay, particularly so in, necessary, in, but in any story you're
0: gonna have some sort of cannon fodder and so i think he was cannon fodder so he was he was what he was what died in the fallout
1: i know he's not bad for him
0: i mean like it it didn't change if you're gonna it didn't change anything his dying didn't kill it didn't change anything it didn't
2: even like add tension to the story like it it just happened yeah
0: it's like it added a little tension for me only because i was really irritated with her choosing him Um, but I think, I think more so it's more of a commentary on his turning his back on his family. Again, this is all about the families we choose and the families we're born to and whether we should, you know, and he didn't, he chose this transient family that was never actually in his life. He even says at some point, yes, he has friends at the shelter where he was working, but Sing me
1: a song of your people
0: his he, the people he was choosing were never permanent and so I, I I do think it was the fact that he he would never choose he didn't choose the Jewish community he didn't choose Hava she chose him he didn't choose his uncle yeah he was he he was n- refusing to choose anybody and and so his demise felt I don't want to say appropriate because it's not appropriate but In terms
1: of characters dying, he was clearly Daenerys. Good God, we're busy. He clearly was designed to die, I think. Oh, I don't think he was
0: designed. Well, the writer obviously. Don't lick butter. (laughs) Put the butter away.
1: Please
0: Please don't put the butter away. Throw it out. (laughs) We just bought it today. No, it's it's an empty butter. Oh, empty butter. Throw it away. away. Okay, thank you, Allie. Um, Cats in there licking butter. The one yeah, that has gathered. has digestive issues and can't eat anything unless it's special. To Mary's. <laughs> we could go walk her in my room see how that turns out. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Um, but, no, I was, I, as far as choosing, amongst the characters to choose to die, and the fact that pretty much nobody else dies in this entire book, except unless for the girl sacrifice. in the beginning.
1: And, and right and, Sala. Yeah,
0: um, I felt he was the appropriate one because he was refusing all cultures. He was refusing his culture. He was co- refusing even Hava. He he was he was uncomfortable with her. You know, she finally said, tries to gratify herself just once, and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Because yeah, that wasn't orthodox. <sighs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, I was happy. To-
1: happy i i felt bad for him i felt bad because he clearly wasn't sure where to belong or how to belong and he was doing the right thing in terms of he was helping people he was you know he respected the ways of his uh, uncle when he died was he
0: helping people because it was rejecting the jewish community
1: i don't think so i think he saw a need and he was interested i think he wasn't he no longer was interested in the orthodox ways. And, and I got the implication that Rabbi Meyer was more orthodox than not orthodox. And so he was trying to find a middle ground between being orthodox and being American.
0: And ignored and, his uncle for years in the process. They had a
1: falling out. But, it, I again, I... You know, for someone who has your own like <laughs> family distance, you are just hating on this man choosing to have family distance. Um,
0: but I am doing what I need to do in regards to my family, and we will drop it at that.
1: But what I'm saying is, is I don't think it was ever wishy washy on his part. I think it's commentary on how hard it is to be an immigrant, yeah. and I and particularly. I I got the implication that he was born in the United States, not that he immigrated over. So he was probably a first-generation American. I don't know where you got that implication. I can't remember, but I, I didn't I didn't get the implication that he came over. I got he kind of struck me as what I've seen people describing as struggling with being a first-generation American, where you have your family who has their particular traditional values that don't mesh with the culture of your current Living experience. I would
0: agree with that up to the point where you say it. It then indicates he's he's first generation just, American. That's I don't, what it I, with me. I, I don't, don't think anything said that one but way or another. My point blog, is, but is he
1: was trying to and figure out a balance. He, I don't think it was wishy washy. I think he legitimately didn't know how to balance two very, very, very different views in life. Because to be traditional American and to be Orthodox Jewish at in eighteen ninety nine. I don't know that they meshed well.
0: Well, they clearly didn't, but that doesn't mean
1: one denies one's. I didn't think he was denying. I only thought, living relative. I don't think he was denying. I think they had a falling out. They didn't agree. They had a falling out. He regretted not spending more time with him, but the he didn't say to talk said to him
0: repeatedly. He tried to interact with Michael, and Michael was just like, nah, yeah, "No,
1: I don't know. I didn't take it that way. I didn't. <laughs> okay. I didn't take it that way. So." I took it that way. I, I can tell. <laughs> I didn't like it. I can tell. Okay. Um, I think we have covered most everything. If you guys ready to head into wrap-up, because sure. sure. I think Sarah is done. Since she's <laughs> staring at her phone instead Again. of listening to us at all. I, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, I don't think any of us had any quotes for this book that we particularly loved. That we Did you do. have a quote? No, she did not. We're making I, assumptions here. I didn't here.
2: think the narrative was particularly quotable. Like, she, I think that her writing, she wrote well, but yeah. at the same time, it's like, there weren't any lines in there that really, like, struck a chord or anything. It wasn't, like, super powerful. Okay. I don't know how to describe it. I, agree. I think
1: there wasn't singular lines, because I went back and looked at everything that I'd marked, and I was like, I've lost the context of what yeah. I marked. Because it was passages, not.
2: Yeah, like I think one of the conversations she has with the genie, she like. There's like a part of it where, I don't know, I just, uh, where she was like talking about how she just wanna be friends with Michael and she wishes yeah. it could just be that simple. And I was like, I vibe with that. <laughs> um, so there was like that, but yeah. No. I actually remember that passage. Yeah. And yeah, it was, it was,
0: yeah, also a commentary because you know you love those commentaries on the fact that particularly then even now men and women can't just be friends sometimes. Society doesn't allow it. Yeah. And it's unfortunate.
1: Okay. So now quotables. So we will go into rating it. So on a scale of so as a reminder this is based off of a Likert scale. And so for those who are not familiar with a Likert scale it's from one to five in this case. Three is neutral. You neither disagree, agree, neither feel particularly one way or the other. So one to two is ranging down into
2: negativity,
1: disapproving, didn't agree, that sort of thing. And four and five are, like, it made you, are positive. Um, So, on a scale of one to five, Sarah, how exciting did you find this book? Two. You found it two. So you did not find it exciting at Mm -hmm. all. It was, like, negative exciting to you. Uh, Well, I don't know how you... Described negative (laughs) excitement. You weren't neutral about it. You did not like it. I did not think it was In terms of excitement. I thought it was
2: kind of, I was going to say a straightforward plot, but then I was like, no, it actually doubled back on itself. (laughs) It
1: It was a meandering. (laughs) it was a meander.
2: Um, I I feel like the only time that I got like, God, Daenerys. Invested or like where I was like, oh, okay, what's going to happen is when she was like racing across the rooftops to save the genie. Mm -hmm. Um, That was it. That was the only moment, which is why I gave it a two.
1: She's fine. Denier, no, she's about to look plastic. Come here! <laughs> Denier, I love that you know
0: what she's about to do.
1: And she is trying her
0: damnedest to antagonize you. You know that, right? Ow! <laughs> <laughs> that was bitch back off yeah. if I've ever seen it. You gonna lock that door finally?
2: Now that we're almost done. <laughs> okay! <laughs> That was hilarious. Oh, my cat
1: is driving. Oh, you in. didn't give it a star rating? Oh, I did. She hadn't kind of. It in I, yet. Yeah, I haven't. Well, yeah. okay, I haven't decided
0: on a star rating. I'll get there. <laughs> yeah.
1: Kim, how exciting did you find this book? Now, I gave it a four and a half.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But again, the overall word is melancholy.
1: So it's it's <laughs> not en- exciting, but you, you were engaged in it, I guess, yes, is the best yes. way to describe that I engagement. I wanted to know
2: how this was all going to turn out. So does was... that
1: better describe exciting for you as how engaged? Yeah. Yeah, which my answer remains the same. Okay. That's how we view it. <laughs> in future book journal variations, I will change it to how engaging versus how exciting. Level of engagement. engagement. Yeah. Yes. Okay. okay. So uh, I found it a four. Okay. There were there were times where I was like, this is this is taking a little bit to get to whatever this side story's point is. Um, but the last 200 pages, because I have a special edition, and so mine's 518 pages as opposed to 498. What's different about yours? Mine's just a limited edition. Um, is there more content? I was going to say, no, this is different is, it's, about No, it's smaller. Oh, okay. the, the, the wordings take more okay, pages. Okay, okay, and then, okay. of course, there's the weird, like, no spaces between certain sentences. What? Yeah. She it, showed me
0: this. Just, that that's just like, like a bad thing. You know you show? need to keep this because if this like becomes very yeah. famous. Look at that. It There's no spaces. spaces. He will perhaps have a lot Professor <laughs> Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh wait, is it Oh, oh did you want to
1: close it? So... It's fine, I can get back to it. It was chapter twenty four. I oh, hope I went too far.
0: So to clarify, it's no spaces between the words. Yeah. So for the first sentence, it goes for like, what, how many words
1: it's is like that? like six That's or seven so words. Weird. And it does it multiple times throughout the book. But this was the first time I actually realized that it wasn't a trick of my eyes. Other times I thought my eyes were tricking because it was only one to two words. Yep. Okay, pause. Uh, but yeah, it, my, my edition, it's the Olive Edition. They only do a limited run on these particular paperbacks with very particular artwork. And I liked the artwork on the front. Um, I so.
0: wanna, What's the reference? I want
2: to know what that means. The bottle he was trapped in. Well, oh, okay. he was trapped in a flask. But that's yeah. a flask. A copper flask. That but one is. I know. Of... Okay.
0: So it was.
1: It's it was... showing the essence inside. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see. The <laughs> flask. The bottle. The the. Okay. The I get thing. It. So. I get it.
0: Yeah. That didn't translate, just looking at it. Okay,
1: well, I... Yeah. It's, no, I like it. It's cool. But yes, yeah, so mine was, mine's 500 words. So the last 200 words, I felt like the excitement and the engagement pages. picked up because it, yes, last 200 pages... <laughs> you did say words. <laughs> it's because you guys are slowly, like, driving me bonkers. I haven't hardly said anything. <laughs> oh, it's not. <laughs> well, that, that does drive me bonkers sometimes <laughs> when you hardly say anything. I <laughs> didn't have anything to contribute. No, no, no. It's, it's, we keep getting interrupted, and so I keep losing my train of thought. Um... Which frustrates me. So anyways, the last 200 pages, I felt like the engagement picked up. So it took it from a three to a four for me. Otherwise, I probably would have kept it at a three. Um, So Kim, ease of reading. I said five. It was easy reading. I I think Well, you were listening. It was an easy listen. It was an easy
0: listen. And as far as the audio book goes, very well done. Very well done. The guy, the the.
1: narrator Narrator
0: does a wonderful job so um as far as that's concerned um i think some people might find it difficult just because it drops between times and there's no warning as far as um listening to it is concerned i don't know if there was any no it just weaves in and out yeah it drops in and out of time that might confuse some people i don't know but i found it a five as far as ease of breathing
2: okay i gave it a three okay I gave it a 3-2. Yeah, it, it wasn't like, hard, but it's not like a young adult book where
1: you can yeah, just Yeah, it's not like easy. Through. Yeah, so.
2: it, I don't read a lot of young adult
0: books,
1: so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to pace myself on this one. I couldn't, I didn't get lost in it when reading yeah,
2: it. Yeah, it's like I would have to take breaks. I'd be like, I'm, I'm done with this for today.
1: Yeah, no, it was kind of like a Project Hail Mary. Um, just just okay. having to, to chunk it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what emotional reaction did you have for it? i have no idea i had a, I, have, I have no okay. idea i have to consult the <laughs> i have to consult i can't remember what
0: my emotions are <laughs> i actually you know what i say overall i i actually really quite like this book i like mythology mm-hmm. as it is so the fact that this was so heavily into mythology worked for me um and the fact that the author actually knew her mythology was... That yeah, was and the mythos for the djinn, the yeah. yeah. The djinn and... and um, the, the golem. The golem, yeah. yeah. That's what I was <laughs> going to say. Early on, we talked about this. Recent female golem, Supernatural did a female golem um, in their first or second episode,
2: a season, I mean.
0: I don't remember that. And I yeah. Like watched did that she season. also
2: like to cook and clean? No, no, she did
0: not. No, she was very aggressive. She was very aggressive. They actually... <laughs> Staked her into her, her coffin, oh if God. I remember correctly. <laughs> but yeah.
2: Oh, God. Supernatural. Oh God. What's that? Oh,
0: they also had a gin on there. there. Yes, they did. I liked their gin, not this type of gin. No, they're not this type of gin. But it was different. not a genie either. It was not a genie. No, but I liked their gin. Yeah, their, I like that mythology. Anyway, I love mythology stories. So, so, this, so this emo, was but right we're down.
1: discussing emotional reactions. So you By liked emotionally, it. emotionally, I had? loved it because it, with, it was <laughs> mythology. What about you? Uh, I gave it a three. A three, neutral. It's just solid neutrality for you. Yeah, I mean, like. <laughs> But you didn't hate it, so that's good. I didn't hate
2: it, no, yeah. no. But yeah, I think the only times I had any sort of emotion towards it was, again, when she was running across the rooftops, and then also, like, the miscarriage scene. That um, was... That one was kind of sad, where it was, like, where she felt helpless, and there was nothing she could do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. that's kind of sad, that port port.
1: I gave it a Four because it did I you know I had a ma- reaction to Michael dying I had a reaction to the miscarriage to uh you know I didn't want Anna to die I didn't you know when uh to say it wrong Saleh? Saleh. Sale, when when he sacrificed himself I had a reaction to that, I, a reaction to that too. Um, <laughs> I was so proud of him when he when he was like it's lupus like when the de- like the descriptions were being given he was like it's lupus um, and it was like, oh, yeah, bring if only- the other doctor in here. He's if, if only, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> but but you he do. wasn't the he wasn't the doctor. But I was like, oh man, could you imagine if he hadn't been possessed and yeah. come to the United States and was a doctor? Even if he was a doctor just in little Syria, Syria, he could have at least helped her. He yeah. could have helped her. And it would have changed things, because then Matthew wouldn't have lost his mother. So I had an emotional reaction to that, because it's just like, oh, really? And then
0: commentary on how the, the, the that we, as a Western society, completely deny Eastern medicine. It's mm-hmm. just, like, so ridiculous. Like yeah. There could be other treatments for things that we're pretending don't exist, because it wasn't manufactured in a lab well, in a pharmaceutical, then, pharmaceutical company.
1: Well, and there's just Western medicine right now, particularly in the United States, and the fact that it, it it's not... How did someone describe it? It's like frontier medicine. We don't, like, we can't afford, no one can go afford to go to the doctor except for the yeah. very rich. So everybody else just kind of hodgepodge is whatever they can so get yeah. in order to, you know, oh, I remember this remedy, but I don't know if it'll really work. But, you know, it, it delays the possibility of me having to go to the emergency room to actually get a real diagnosis because, Treatment you know.
0: Treatment via TikTok.
1: yeah. It's, but no someone is, calls it frontier medicine yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what they were now referring to it is most Americans do frontier medicine yeah well there's also a lot of misinformation out there too that's yeah. readily available which again yeah. falls into the frontier medicine concept of you like know sneak oil yeah opium <laughs> <laughs> turn opium and hey, just have everyone hey at least if we get,
0: when we get opium we feel better
1: yeah it does <laughs> even if like it doesn't do just, any
0: good uh, <laughs> we should pretend it feels better um, anyways yeah. so yeah
1: um all right, so what was your overall star rating for this?
0: I didn't give it an overall star rating because I forgot about those stars okay, at the top. But if you of the page. were to do that now. If I were to do that now. I would probably give it a 4. I don't think it's a 5. I mean, yeah. if I was to compare it to what I've given a 5 to before, um not I am excited for the next book. I yeah. really want to read the next book. Yeah, but we're going to have to delay that, we which we will explain that. that in just a moment for um, listeners. So I'm excited to go back to it. I'm so ex-
2: both of you two are going to read it? Yes. Because um, you have to commentate on what happens well, in the like book. Well, like some of the early podcasts, you hadn't read the book. Yet.
1: No, you, you have to read the book. Did you actually- have to try If you will engage in asking questions when when we talk. We will discuss this outside of the podcast, (laughs) not while we are recording. You guys keep doing this to me where you try to have these conversations and like get them on the record. Okay, we'll put it outside of the podcast. (laughs) That'll be a
0: business meeting. But no, I'll give it a four... I, I think I'm really generous in my ratings, so I'll just give it a four.
1: I mean, if you fall back on the Likert, three is neutrality. Two means you finished it, but bleh. And one is you hated it. But well, then go the other way. Then four is, oh, yeah, you know what? I, I, I dig it. I'd recommend that. Five is, oh, my God, I can't wait. Oh, my God, I loved okay. it. I must read it again. Four. Four. Okay. Thank you. Sarah, what'd you give it? Minus three and a half. Minus, oh no, three and my, mine, mine was. was. I was like, minus three and a half? Yeah, really? You went off the scale, man. <laughs> Down was so much better. <laughs> That's why I was like, no. minus
0: a positive 3.5. So to clarify, she said,
1: mine was. Was.
2: Yes, three not, and a half. Not negative, three and a half.
1: Positive, positive three, positive and a half. Okay. Uh, so would you recommend this to people, I guess, would be my question. I mean, I guess. Like, if you had a friend it who was interested in something yeah, similar I, to this. I would
2: just let them know that they should probably enjoy mythology if they do, because that's... I don't, and yeah. so I think that's why I reading it was just, like, whenever, Just meh. Yeah.
1: Okay. I gave it a four, because I, it did take effort to get through certain parts, so I couldn't quite bump it up to a five but I did enjoy it and I I like culture and I liked the exploration of culture in this that that always especially when I'm not of that culture I like to learn of them and I, I think it did a pretty good job of presenting two different cultures of equal value and taught me more about those cultures so I gave it four
2: yeah, see, if it had just been about them as normal immigrants and without all the fantasy elements, I probably would have enjoyed it more. <laughs> like, you know, I was
1: wondering that. If, if, if it hadn't been a golem and a genie, if you would have... Like, if it had been more like
2: the jungle, where it's, like, just straight up, this is them. Are you t- saying the jungle, a book? Upton Sinclair or whatever. Hmm, the jungle. I don't know. When we're, like, meatpackers and exposed, like... Terrible working conditions.
0: Wow! I like. I was totally clarifying that you were talking about an actual book. So yeah, I've not heard of the Jungle. I'm impressed here.
2: I don't think I've had to I read the Jungle. jungle but I think that's if I, I put did. the Jungle book, I get look up Sinclair. Yeah, I think it's Upton up to... Sinclair. Yeah, I. The
1: Jungle.
0: Wow! I have not even heard of this book. I haven't alone. either.
1: I mean, I know who Upton Sinclair.
0: Somebody ordered food, Sorry, That's the ice cream. Or it might be the ice cream, yeah. which means Allie's going to come in a minute. They have to put it all in the...
1: What's with that expression? I've not even ordered dinner yet. Uh-oh. We are so close to being done. Allie's... Uh, I'm getting hangry. Allie's picking up I the ice Allie. cream. I see Allie. Hi,
2: Allie. Go ahead, explain, Sarah, what the jungle... Oh, well, I was just saying, if, if you're looking for something melancholy... <laughs> really melancholy, though, like, um, much more so than this. Well, this about- depicts
1: working class poverty, lack of social supports, harsh and unpleasant living mm-hmm. and working conditions, and the hopelessness among many workers. These elements are contrasted with the deeply rooted corruption of people in power, by the wa- by writer Jack London, called it the Uncle Tom's Cabin of Wage Slavery. Oh, interesting. Yeah,
2: so if you're looking for that
1: kind of read. <laughs> the Jungle. It's, uh,
2: it's very good. And but... it's amongst
0: the many banned books that are out there.
1: Oh, Due okay. Due to
0: their explicit language is what it says on here, but...
2: I mean, explicit language? I mean, there's some horrifying descriptions of things. I'm, I, <laughs> I, I banned
0: books. Yeah. Harry Potter was banned at one yeah. point, so... But probably you know, not
1: for
2: explicit language. Probably
1: not. Uh, no, a political message. Yeah. Harry oh. No, this, the uncensored, because oh, the there is crazy. a censored edition and uncensored edition. And the uncensored edition, uh, the commercial editions had to be censored due to the political message that was acceptable for capitalist publishers. <laughs> so there is an uncensored version and there is a censored version. Um have you read this? Yeah, you've read this,
0: but you haven't read *The Outsiders*. I'm just—I've <laughs> I've never even heard of *The Outsiders*. My mind is fucking blown. I own *The Jungle*.
2: Really? Because you I mean, like I, it?
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Okay. I mean, know I think that's why I own it, <laughs> or I bought it because I'd heard of it and so I wanted to read it. I honestly don't remember. Okay, but I did enjoy it. It's—it's it's it's the eventual uh, creation of the FDA. That's interesting. Yeah, what it talks was... about people getting like accidentally canned into other people's food
1: okay well let's 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 <laughs> can, can we things. come on, can, we, can we come back to this we've yeah. described <sighs> this let's let's get to the done portion of this i think the whole
0: point behind our podcast is the fact that but we you guys are about to get
1: into the, details about the book and i don't okay. want to spoil it for people who right. you've just said if you like this read this yes i am aware it is a book from the early 1900s and that if people have not read it
2: they had lots of time but But we're recommending it but there are some graphic things that happen to the characters there's graphic content not necessarily the main characters but yeah it is something to be aware of
1: okay so I think that on that note well we were going to do recommendations once we read The Hidden Palace but yes I have recommendations okay what recommendation do you have anything by Neil Gaiman okay Really. I mean,
2: I guess he has the
1: mythology part, and the because exploration of uh, United States and how mythos and oh United my, States yeah. really, you I guess,
2: s- seriously didn't go Neil
0: Gaiman with. This? I just the style of writing just didn't. Oh no, the, the style of writing is nowhere near yeah. the same. That's yeah, what that's where, that's where However, my brain automatically
2: went to compare. Yeah,
0: throwing mythology into American history. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, that's true. But the, American Gods then is what you'd recommend. American Gods, Gods. on a uh, that's not set in the United States. That's set in Great Britain, is it? Yes. Anansi, have, I have, I been, yes. have I read on? I don't. I don't know if you've read. No, I don't know if I've read on but, but no, American Gods is the only one set in the United Wait, are we
2: States. Are you saying Anansi or Anansi? Anansi. Okay. I
1: I, I say Anasazi because it's. Poorly
0: okay. said in pop culture as Anasazi. Yeah, but I know oh, it's okay. not. I didn't it's know Anansi's. there was a
1: completely no, different. No, 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 it's Anansi's. No, Anansi's boys said in London. Yes, I good. think. Yes, wait, I think I have read that one. Mm-hmm.
2: Now I, I don't know if it's
1: in, in Florida. Florida. Anyway, I think there, there might or be scenes in American Gods. I don't know. Uh, there, okay, so there's Anansi's boys. There's also a sequel that might take place in Florida. So the but point would
0: be Neil Gaiman's, Gaiman's American American Gods. Gods. Not the TV show, which is wonderful. I really enjoy the TV show. However, the book, if you're looking at gods, semi demigods, whatever interacting with American society, it's a really good take and on immigrants that. and it, immigrants, it, yeah, it's and and taking old world culture and putting it in new world
1: culture. Yeah. Um, I don't, I didn't have a recommendation because, again, we thought we were going to be reading The Hidden Palace next, which we are delaying that because of access, because one of us does use the library for access for books, which means sometimes there are delays. Um, As such. Can I say something really quick? Yes. Just really quick. The Jungle, you can get for free. Yeah, it's pre-published.
0: Can I speak on... Audible. So you can listen to the jungle on Audible without it costing anything if you if you belong to Audible. If so if you've joined Audible you can want you can listen to the jungle. To be fair, so,
1: you probably could go to any website with public domain books and get it. It was published back in nineteen oh six, which means it's bought before copyright, which means it's in the public domain now.
2: <laughs>
1: probably not a physical copy though. No. No, you it's get a digital copy. Library, though. Yeah, that you could get from your library. Uh I don't unless know. it's banned. I don't know that it's banned, but I don't know how um, I don't know how often it's requested. It may not be in, depending on the size of the library, it may not be available. Yeah, they might actually have an easier library. time um, getting a digital copy. If you're a really curious,
0: copy. you can get it out on a bowl for free.
1: <laughs> okay. Amber's about ready to kill. I'm hangry. hangry. <laughs> I'm hangry, and you've clearly been drinking. I've had. I haven't been drinking.
2: You've had two fireballs
1: and two Two wines. fireballs and a and two glasses half your, pint of wine. No, you're on your second half pint of wine. Wait, is but I thought that was the, drink... the third. No, this is only the second half. Is that a pint glass? That's, That's a, a half pint. pint. And how, only did, she... how many did we say she was having? This is her second half pint that she's working on currently. Okay. But I've only drank, like. Working on currently. So, anyways. <laughs> I think we should keep interrupting <laughs> to see where this goes. <laughs> It's getting Our aggressive. intro. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. Oh, see, now you guys have messed me up. Okay, so. Right, sorry, sorry, sorry. We were going to be reading The Hidden Palace next, but access isn't available yet. And the book that we were going to read after that, The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue, is also limited access because it's a highly popular book. So, on that note, what we will be reading next is From Blood and Ash by Jennifer L. Armantrout. We hope to return to those other two books and bring them in at some point. We're not quite sure yet, so they are pending. Um, But that is our next read, and then we're not quite sure what our read after that is going to be because, again, depending on availability and where we decide we want to go. So... Our intro and outro music is by Grant Newman and is called The Battle of the Nile from Epidemic Sound. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to Bookpile Banter on Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes, or whichever platform you listen to your podcasts. We'd love to hear from you on any of our social media platforms, such as Instagram or TikTok. You can find us at book underscore pile underscore banter.